0: Our beloved chiropractic profession faces challenges like never before. These challenges come from not only outside the profession, but also from within. Hi, I'm Dr. Bobby Braille, and I've had the opportunity to see this profession as a practitioner, a teacher, an administrator, and a politician. In my over 40 years in chiropractic, I've just about seen it all. Join me on Rants for an honest and no-holds-barred discussion about all aspects of chiropractic practice, politics, education, and philosophy. We'll talk about subjects that most only want to whisper about. And we'll interview the leaders in our profession to get some straight-up answers. If you're looking for a politically correct chiropractic discussion, this is not the place. Welcome to Rants. Hi and welcome to uh, Cairo Ransom, Dr. Bobby Braille, and I want to welcome you to this episode and I'm excited today we have a, an exciting individual in chiropractic, uh, one of the leaders, uh, a person I've, I've known for a while, I've heard him speak, uh, excited speaker, uh, I'll tell you a little bit about him, uh, 1998 graduate from Life University, he has a huge practice in uh, uh, Newtonton, uh, Connecticut, Uh, He's a, a, I would call him a political activist in that I have seen him involved in things in chiropractic all over the country. I recently saw him in New Jersey, even though that's not his state, uh, lobbying for some of the things that were going on there. Uh, He's an ICA representative assembly, International Chiropractors Association from Connecticut. He is a leader and a speaker of Dynamic Essentials, which is D.E., Uh, We're going to talk about that. And he has authored two books, which uh, for chiropractors, I think, are a must-get, a must-reading. One of them is called Wake Up Humans, and the other one is Atlas Adjusted. So uh, welcome to our podcast, Dr. Stephen Judson. Welcome, Steve. Thanks, Bobby. It's good to be here, bud. All right. So uh, listen, first thing I want to ask you, uh, just as an overview, because there are people listening who probably know about you, or maybe never heard of you, but uh, haven't heard you speak. How did you get into chiropractic? (laughs)
1: <laughs> By accident, you know, it was, uh, you know, people will say, uh, chiropractic picked you, you know, I feel like God kind of said, all right, here's where you're going. Um, you know, long story short, you know, my dream was to be a professional baseball player and that wasn't happening. And, um, my mom was a little Irish lady. She was working part time for a chiropractor. So I'd come home from college and she would tell me you need to be a chiropractor. And I was an English major. I'm like, I'm not smart enough to be a chiropractor. So she would punch me in the chest. She wore a big gold ring, and she would smack me in the chest and say, you need to be a chiropractor. So long story short, I went to my guidance counselor my uh, junior year of college, and I had a job opportunity to be a motivational speaker for a big company. And I told him I want to look into chiropractic, and he said I was nuts. So essentially, he, uh, he pulled out my folder, and all my career development stuff was all you know writing and management, et cetera, and he just said, you're not, you're not cut out for it. You're not cut out for science. And he threw the folder in my chest and he kicked me out of his office. So I went out and I enrolled in all the pre-med classes that I needed to take. Um, and then I went, I mean, long story short, I ended up at Life University and I really had no idea what this chiropractic thing was. And uh, first day on campus, I met Dr. Sid and that was just like, this is pretty amazing.
0: Um, had you ever been under chiropractic care prior to going to chiropractic school?
1: I went to the guy my mom was working for, maybe two or three times. It was really great guy. You know, he uh you know, he had a dynamic personality, but I only went a couple times. It was I really knew nothing about it. I got a couple of adjustments. Um, but it kind of planted a seed in my head. And then what I did is I went out and took out to lunch about nine different chiropractors, just to see what their life was like. And there was one guy I met, and I can't remember his name, and he just had a cool life. Like, I watched him with his patients, and I said, I could do this. Like, I, I see myself doing this. But, no, I wasn't under regular care or anything. I mean, I got my first real adjustment. Now, uh, at this time, I had probably about eight concussions, and I used to suffer from migraines really bad. And, uh, you know, I was a pension deficit. I was dyslexic. And Dr. Michael Kale adjusted me out of DE, and I went home and slept 18 hours. And I and I woke up. I said, I got to learn this stuff. which is amazing.
0: <laughs> now you were at Life uh, from '94 to '98. Is that true?
1: Yeah, yeah, I was one of the lucky ones.
0: Okay. Did you play sports at Life while you were there?
1: No, no. They had uh, at one point one of the guys wanted me to go out for rugby, and I went down and I watched. <laughs> I watched half a practice, and I'm like, I'll get killed out here. <laughs> you know, I had reconstructive shoulder surgery. These guys were beasts. I'm like, I'm. Um, those days are over. I'll
0: get killed. Okay. Now, I was at Life Teaching for part of the time you were there. Were you ever in any of my classes? I want to say I
1: was. That was like we had Fred Barge teaching some. I think I had you for some philosophy or, yeah, I think I might have had you for a class.
0: Okay. Well, I didn't look much different. I didn't have hair back then either, so that's that's fine. <laughs> No,
1: no, no. Now, I uh, always remember you at D. I remember you at DE when you got up there with the uh, American flag, uh, parachute pants. You remember that? Vaguely, yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: You're jogging some old memories here. <laughs> All right, so tell me a little bit about, uh, I mean, you went to chiropractic school, and then you, uh, when did you first go to Dynamic Essentials? Uh, For those who don't know, it's typically known as DE, started by Dr. Sid Williams. When did you first go to your first DE meeting?
1: I went my first quarter. Now, what happened was, is I, when I got on campus, an upperclassman came up to me and he said, hey, uh, welcome to life, make sure you go to DE. And I said, what is that? He said, it's a conference. And I didn't see the kid for another nine weeks, and you know we were finishing up final exams, and um, I ran into him outside the library, and he said, "Hey, you going to DE?" And uh, I said, "When is it?" He said, "It starts tonight." So I grabbed you know the people that I had become friends with. Let's 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 go check this thing out. And they were going to a party, and they said, "No way, man. We're going out. We're gonna we're gonna party." It's, something told me to go Bobby. And I, and I went to DE, it was my first quarter of school. And I mean, that was like pure divine intervention because that changed my life.
0: You know, it's, it's funny. Cause I had kind of a similar experience. I was in uh, almost uh, almost a year in school when someone said you got to go. And for me, I was in New York. So it was, it was not allowed to go to DE. In fact, they were told you would be thrown out of school if you went. And it made a bunch of New Yorkers want to go. And uh, so went to DE and that uh, hearing Dr. Sid, hearing the speakers of that also, the worm turned at that point for me too. So that was a major yeah. point. Now, you've been going to DE, I'm, I know, ever since that point. Um, and now, now, you know, with the passing of Dr. Sid, uh, yourself and a number of the leaders in chiropractic have uh, kind of taken the mantle. Of, of running DE. How's that going right now? How is DE going? I mean, I'm going, but how is it going uh, uh, for the people who are listening?
1: Phenomenal. Absolutely, absolutely incredible. You know, that was, uh, you know, the a humbling moment when Dr. Sid and Dr. Nell pulled us in a room and uh, they told us they wanted us to essentially take over DE. And, um, you know, it was like, why, why? Why us? And I don't even know if we can answer that to this day, but, um, you know, when we did it, it was, you know, at one point DE really sunk down. I mean, there was a point where there was maybe 25, 30 people going. And, um, and I think this is what Dr. Sid saw. And and Dr. Santo got up there and gave a band of brothers talk, which, uh, shifted our consciousness. And we started band of brothers across different States. And we started bringing people back to DE and, uh, well, now DE's on fire again. You know, it's, it's kind of went through, uh, came through the, the ashes and the flames and whatever happened. Um, and it's cranking. I mean, it's the leadership is amazing. You know, no one makes a dime off of it. You know, everything goes back into the students, into the profession. Uh, many, of our, many of our speakers and people are leaders in their own state, on boards, uh, on the ICA. Uh, have high-volume practices, taking care of a lot of people. Pure passion for chiropractic and wanting chiropractic to be pure chiropractic and for the world to get the message. And DE is kind of like our home base. It's where we come together and we work and we, you know, we shed our husks and hold each other accountable, which is huge.
0: Now, for those who've never been to a DE, and, and sadly enough, by I, I, when I do run into students. Um, I ask them, you ever been to a DE? And they say, what's that? Which just absolutely breaks my heart. But uh, for those who've never been to it, kind of from an outside view, what is Dynamic Essentials? What is DE?
1: DE is really a place for people to come and find their spirit within chiropractic and within their own personal life. You know, it's the Dynamic Essential is finding the spirit within. And the philosophy of DE is lasting purpose, which is giving, loving, and serving, doing out of your own abundance. So it's it's a philosophy and a way of life that Dr. Sid promoted and taught us that helps us find our passion and purpose in life, which is then found within our expression of chiropractic and puts us on a complete mission mode to serve humanity. And, you know, for chiropractors, what I've been finding with, you know, students and doctors – is they want to know, well, how do I speak to people? What do I do? How do I, how do I, how do I build a business? How do I, you know, they want nuts and bolts, but if they don't have the emotional drive and the connection and the mission and, and the fire from within, it's not sustainable. So DE gives people, you know, personal experience of different men and women on their journey of life and chiropractic and many who went through the pain and suffering and, and failure, then found this principle and purpose through DE, and it changed their entire life. And these people share their stories, what they do in practice. I mean, from pure experience on how anyone could do this if they find their why, if they find their purpose. And that's what DE does for people. It takes the most hurting people, and people with the biggest questions, and it simplifies it, and it gives them tools to, to do exactly what many and many of us are doing.
0: Okay. Now, um, for those who want to know more, the, the, the website is lifede.com. Um, it, I've been going to DE since 1975, I want to say. Um, yeah. so I've been going for quite some time. It, it, as you mentioned, it changed your life. It actually changed mine too. It, and uh, when someone asks uh, simply, you know, what what do I have to do to be, you know, successful? And this is not a practice management seminar. This is more of a you seminar. It's changing you. You know, the chiropractic philosophy is above down and inside out. And unfortunately, in our profession, we also many times look for outside in. And DE is more about releasing the interference for that inside out. And then you blossom into a wonderful chiropractor. Now, I want to ask you a little bit about... Um, the books that you wrote here, you have two books, uh, Wake Up Humans and Atlas Adjusted. Um, I'm assuming uh, the Atlas Adjusted one is more for the chiropractor and the Wake Up Human one is more for everyone. Uh, Let's start with the Atlas Adjusted one. Tell us a little bit about that one. What's that book about? What's in that book?
1: Well, Atlas Adjusted is really my journey within this whole chiropractic story and where it's brought me and where I found my success. And Basically how I've nailed it down for me, you know, people always say, well, what, what are you, what are you teaching your patients? What are you saying to them? And what I'm telling my patients that I've learned over, you know, 20 years is how's your atlas? You know, if your atlas is clear, life is simply better. Your body's capable of anything and your body will wake up and perform on a level that you never even imagined. So it really brings it down to the purest principle of chiropractic is connecting people to their innate intelligence by connect by keeping the atlas clear and how do we do that and the physiology behind it and the communication skills and, and how simpler is better. I mean it doesn't have to be complicated. There's no big sales pitches for patients. It's just letting them know how amazing they are. And when their body's enabled to live clear and their body wakes up, I mean no doctor is gonna heal them. We just sit back and watch their body blossom.
0: Now, I know Atlas Adjusted, as is Wake Up Humans, are both available on Amazon, uh, both paperback and digitally. Tell us a little bit about Wake Up Humans. Now, that, that's an interesting title for the book, very provocative. Tell us a little bit about that, and what's the purpose of that book, and what do you go into in that book?
1: So, in my practice, at Wake Up Humans gets pretty personal, and it talks about my personal experience uh, with family, my brother, an upper cervical neck injury he had with a football and. You know, he's still walking the planet breathing, but he's, you know, his spirit's not fully expressing itself because he was majorly subluxated. And essentially, the way I look at it is our profession failed, my family, because we did not know about this principle. No one ever taught us about living clear and getting adjusted and what the body's capable of. So it's kind of like my painful journey, how it woke me up on a mission. And it starts off with pure physiology, talking about how the body's designed, how the body works. And then what happens to the human body and the spirit when we're subluxated? The Wake Up Humans was a book that, for me, you know, going around and speaking to chiropractors and speaking at different conferences and speaking at schools, and these doctors get all fired up for the moment and they get all excited for the moment, but then they go back to their practice and they're having a hard time communicating to their to their people, to their community, and their practices show the results. Their practices suffer and then their lives suffer, and doctors. So it got to the point I'm like. know i would get done speaking and people would say you need to write a book you need to write a book you need to write a book and there's the book wake up humans and and it's a book that people could give and they're doing this i've got chiropractors buying the book in bulk and they're giving it to every single new patient they're reading the book in a day or two they're flying through this book they're laughing they're crying but they get it and now they're bringing their spouse their kids um they're telling their friends it's like i understand chiropractic and you know, listen, I got, I got my ass kicked in life with, with seeing people suffer. And then when I learned about the principles of chiropractic, I said, oh, my God, this could have helped them. This could have saved their life. This could have changed their life. How come no one ever told us this story? Wake Up Humans tells the story.
0: Well, we appreciate that. And I recommend it to everyone listening here that they uh, either get it in the digital form or the paperback. It's, it's a must-have, must-read, must-listen to. Um, where do you see, Steve, where do you see the profession heading in the future? I know there's a lot of debate, especially if you're involved in politics as you are, and I have been over the years. Uh, there's, okay, we're going to go in the negative direction. We're going to go in the positive direction. Um, as an overall of the profession, where do you see this ship going?
1: Uh, the ship is going, is the right
0: phrase, due
1: north. I don't know if that's like the tattoo everybody wears, but the beehive's nest has been kicked. Um, you know, DE has woken up many practices and chiropractors, men and women, that are, you know, absolutely in a whole different walk in life since they've simplified and they've gotten back to chiropractic and seen it transforming people's lives. Where we have failed as a profession, as I see it, is we haven't educated the masses. You know, we we focus on educating each other and pumping each other up, but it's not happening on a big enough scale for the masses around the world and. You know, as a profession, we have to work smarter. We have to work together. And we've got to put the principle out there, full throttle, like a complete assault of love of what the principles of chiropractic can do for human potential and for families. And we need to get out there and hit the media. We need to get out there and, you know, hit the stages and put on seminars and bring you know, bring patients to something like DE, you know, one of the things DE is going to do is put on virtual DEs for patients where people could have it in their office or where we're educating the people. We need to go to the people and give them this principle because as these people wake up and and the more people we see and they understand this principle, unadulterated, pure chiropractic, living clear, not subluxated, and it transforms expression of life and adaptability to stress, it's such a simple message that as a profession now, we
0: are going to transform
1: that. We will do
0: that. Now, with me, you're preaching to the choir because I'm 100% on board with what you're saying about getting the principal message out there, unsullied, unchanged. There is a fair segment of the profession, a number of schools who don't even ascribe to the uh, idea of correcting subluxations, nevertheless, upper cervical, but, uh, don't even ascribe to the same. It's like they're in a different profession. How do we get to them? How do we change that? Well, the greater energy
1: wins. And the way we change that is they are irrelevant, hundred percent irrelevant. They have their opinion, but they're irrelevant. They're human beings that just need to shut their mouth and we need to be heard. And the more we're heard and the people get the truth. You know, the, the, the little birdie chirping in the corner and saying, no, 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 that's not right. People are going to be like, yeah, you know, leave, like you're irrelevant. And that's how I look at it. We got to be the greater energy and speak our truth, unadultered and speak it. And we can't, you know, it's one thing to say, well, we could change their mind, right? You're, you're right. But if I'm sitting at their table and I'm ending up with food poisoning all the time with what they're feeding me, I'm not going to keep showing up to that dinner table. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to create my own, I'm going to create my own dinner. We're going to build our tribe and we're going to, we just got to feed the truth. And it's, it's not a debate. They can have a discussion, but I'm not going to debate. Okay. You know, we get behind people now that are putting more information, you know, these people, what these people technically be, they're like the, the, the ones that want more factual and they want research and research and research. And, you know, I'm a simple guy. Chiropractic has been around over 125 years, millions of people getting adjusted Millions of cases and whatever diagnosis is and things getting better. I'm like, that's evidence based research. That's a human being. Go to the chiropractor with XYZ, their body heals. I'm good enough with that. But these people want more. So let's give them more. Let's let, we have a lot of intellects that we could support, that could provide that, that we could feed that to reach not those chiropractors necessarily, but that population of human beings that we could break through their mindset, the engineers and the other medical doctors, because I got a lot of medical doctors that come to me and they're debating their friends on why they come to me. Well, if I could give them better information to feed them that you know, breaks through, cracks through that educated mindset and brings them into more innately thinking and connected on a, on a human level, it makes perfect sense to them. So, Bobby, what we have to do is we have to get well organized and, and have a strategy to put our truth out there right? Philosophically, the art and the science of what we do to the people. And then it becomes even more of a necessity for those people that those little voices and they become, it's like they're, they're irrelevant, Bobby. They are
0: irrelevant. You know, I want to point out for those who are listening and may not know, the largest practices, the family practices, the busiest practices, the ones that serve the most people are almost always, a principled subluxation-based practice. Uh, Many of them, if not most of them, come out of dynamic essentials over the years, DE or derivative of, but uh, it just is so striking, the difference between a practice that's on purpose, that's fired up, that's about serving people, about correcting subluxations in its success, its volume, the number of people and the impact it has, Compared to that musculoskeletal, we treat back pain uh, practice only. Um, So, you know, I second everything you're saying there. Um, As far as a little bit of a a wrap up here, do you have anything you want to share with the chiropractors and the chiropractic students who are listening here? Any uh, parting messages or rants or any information you want to give them that uh, will help them along their journey?
1: Yeah, they need to show up to DE on a regular basis and be humble, and make connections. You know, resonate with the people they resonate with, exchange numbers, be connected, and then work. You know, the time to to, to do major work is as a student because a lot of students, you know, they get comfortable in school and they're having fun, and then they get out in practice, and then three years later we get in a phone call, "I need help," you know, because they're not making it. They don't know what to. They don't have. They, they don't feel like they have the tools. You know, they they do these these programs that are teaching them how to do a day one, a day two, a day three, and they go out and regurgitate it, and people are leaving because they don't have the purpose and passion. They don't have their their why. They don't have the thing that that ignites their fire to go out and serve the masses and go out there and teach this principle to families. And DE will give that to them and getting around with the right people and then learning how to adjust and learning how to address an Atlas and get it clear because that's where all the magic happens. Any miracle you happen has been with a clear Atlas. So getting really dirty and deep with that and and getting real with themselves and showing up, showing up and then reading the books, reading the green books, reading wake up humans, Atlas adjusted. Um, There's other great books out there, you know, 33 principles and kills and has had a whole bunch of stuff that, just getting into the principle and then arguing it with each other, innate, innate intelligence, universal intelligence. What are all these things? So by the time you get out to practice, it's a very short, simple conversation. That patient's look in your eye and they go, you got me. I'm here. I want this. We got to help students get to that point. And doctors now, I'm getting a ton of calls from doctors who are having major issues now with, the, with this whole thing going on. Then they're scared. And now they're saying, well, I need to get, I've been wanting to go to DE. I haven't had time now they're like, are we having D.E. in August? I have to go. Are you doing another online one? I really need this. So we're going to see a time right now where we need to really come together as a profession and lift each other up and, and look out for the chiropractors that are struggling and, and face that pain and say, where was the struggle? Why did that happen? Now let's help you fix it and put the work in to fix it. That's where we have to go.
0: Well said. And uh, Dr. Steve, I want to thank you for being a part of Cairo Rants. I know the listeners have uh, been enriched by your comments. So uh, thank you very much for being here. I appreciate it. And I look forward to having you on in the future. Awesome.
1: Appreciate you, Bobby. All
0: right. Thank you. And uh, this has been Cairo Rants. Thank you for listening to Cairo Rants. Subscribe for free and listen to insightful, truthful, and hard-hitting discussions with some of the biggest names in chiropractic. ChiroRants is sponsored in part by Now You Know Online and in-office educational services. Learn how to expand your educational outreach to your patients and your community at www.nowyouknow.net. The opinions of Cairo Rants are exclusively those of Dr. Braille and do not reflect the opinions of any associations, groups, institutions, or sponsors mentioned in these podcasts. This has been Cairo Rant.